Hello and good evening and welcome to my podcast. This is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. As promised on my promo, tonight's episode will be Inside His Circle. Inside His Circle. We're going to be looking at uh, Lamentations 324 is going to be my scripture text, but we're definitely going to dive into a lot of different scriptures tonight. We're going to be looking at at what it means to be inside God's circle tonight and all the benefits that come with it. Uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear God, we love you. I thank you, dear God, for your great mercy that you've bestowed upon me each and every day. Father, dear God, I woke up this morning with air in my lungs. I thank you for all the uh, many blessings, dear God, that you've bestowed upon me in this ministry and and, and, and dear God, I pray for the listeners right now, Father, dear God, that you would bless them, Father, dear God, and help them uh, to grow and draw closer to you, Father, dear Lord. And, and dear God, I can do nothing, absolutely nothing this morning without the help of the Holy Spirit, without your spirit, dear God, I pray that your spirit would be the teacher, your spirit would be the preacher that your spirit would be my mouthpiece uh, today and, and let me speak, dear God, your words and not mine. And, and Father, that I may make a difference, dear God, because I could speak to the, uh, for, for many, many words, Father, dear Lord, over and over again. I could say, I could read a whole book to the people, Father, dear God, but without you in it, without your spirit, it cannot make a difference. And that's what I want to do is to make a difference in the lives of others, Father, dear Lord. If they're lost and dying without you, Father, dear God, I pray that they would see the cross in everything that I do and say, Father, dear Lord, that I would lead people to this cross, that I would, the cross of Calvary where Jesus died on and shed his blood, Father, dear God, for the remission of all sins, that, that people would see that love that you have for us by sending your Son, Dear God, I can't make a difference without you. Dear God, I I, I want people to that have uh, that are just playing church, or, or or people that are just taking it nonchalant, Father, dear Lord, or just not taking it serious, Father, dear Lord. I pray for them to get on board, to get on fire, dear Lord, and to and to come back to you, Father, dear Lord, and 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 be better than they've ever been. And of course, dear God, always pray encouragement for the believer that's out there on the front lines doing your will, dear God. And uh, maybe there's something that I could say that, that will make a difference in, in, in every category, Father, dear God, tonight in this episode. And I thank you for what you've given me. And I thank you for Jesus who died on that cross for my sins. And I thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, got the coffee ready. I'm good to go here. Excuse me just a minute here. Mm. Uh, but let's just dive right in. Uh, Lamentations 3.24. We're going to be looking at inside his circle tonight. And Lamentations 3.24 says, The Lord is my portion. Uh, we need to understand that tonight. We need to go with that. We need to, That is the key point, really, in this verse here. That I want us to all to know that the Lord is my portion And if you have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the Lord is your portion. But it says, The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. Therefore will I hope in Him. All my hope, all my faith, all my trust, all my confidence tonight is in the Lord. Now the Hebrew word for portion is 
if I'm pronouncing this right, as Kahelic. And its meaning, atonement. Its meaning is inheritance. And its meaning, being able to partake. So, we, so it is, uh, it's this allotment that we have. It's an inheritance that we have. We're being able to partake. And being inside his circle gives us that allotment, gives us that inheritance. And we are able to partake in many things that I'm going to show you tonight. Being able to partake in God's great plan, you must be in his circle. Now, there was a cell phone company a while back that had a commercial about a circle of friends where you could get special deals by including your personal circle of friends and family. You had to have them listed or included in order for the benefits to be applied. And I'm telling you tonight, the same is true inside God's circle. In order to receive God's benefit, you must be inside His circle. Everything, count this, everything I will speak on tonight will only be applicable and practical for those of faith in Christ Jesus. Those that are inside His circle comes with extraordinary, extraordinary benefits and heavy responsibility. Now, we just do not get to win a prize and go on our merry way. We receive the greatest gift ever and carry His truth to the world. God is our portion in life and death, and we can be assured in both. No matter what we face in this life, being inside God's circle is the power to overcome and prevail. And when death comes, which it will to all, we can have confidence of what is to come and assurance of eternal life. Amen. Somebody, can I hear an amen out there? Somebody say amen to that. We can be assurance. We can have assurance of eternal life. I like this. And Charles Spurgeon said, it is not the Lord, it is not the Lord is partially my portion, nor the Lord is my portion, but he himself makes up the sum total of my soul's inheritance. Let me read that again. It is not the Lord is partly my portion, no, the Lord is my portion, but he himself makes up the sum total of my soul's inheritance. Now, within the circumference of that circle lies all that we possess and desire. Inside that circle lies all that we possess or desire. So we must be in God's circle. All that I have is a precious gift from God. All that I have is a precious gift from God. And Psalms 37, 4 tells me, If I delight myself in the Lord, that He will give me the desires of my heart. I'm not asking God to come take part in my circle of what, I've, of what I have going on. God is asking me to be in His circle and take part of what He has going on. Very important to understand, and many people today don't believe that. They think that we're, hey, God, I'm going to invite you into my circle. No, God has invited us into his circle, and it's not about our plan. It's about his plan. It's not about my will. It's about his will. 
Jesus said in the garden, not my will, but thine. Jesus gives us the perfect example that inside the circle, there is a surrender to God's will, not ours. Before we step into this circle, we must surrender to God in faith. And this is the first step. A step into the circle of salvation. That will be my first circle tonight. It's going to be the circle of salvation. We're going to look at many circles, and I'm telling you, you can just and I'm, I'm and believe me, I didn't list them all. <laughs> uh, there's many circles, and I'm going to give you a lot of them tonight. Hmm. That first one is the circle of salvation. It's circle of eternal life. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Sadly, the opposite is true for those who decide not to step inside by faith into His circle. Well, what do you mean? Well, I'm going to get eternal life. I'm going to have everlasting life in the streets of gold. But for those who decide not to step inside his circle by faith and to his circle will perish. Matthew 25, 41, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. And it's interesting enough here that we see that it's on the left hand. <laughs> Not making a political statement there at all, am I? Right? But they're cursed into everlasting fire. And notice this was not prepared for man. This fire was prepared for the devil and his angels. God wants no one to perish. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. And it is. Notice I love this. This is probably one of the biggest buts in the Bible. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God wants to give everyone eternal life. We must by faith step into God's circle. And Jesus is the way. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus Christ is the door to get to the Father and to his circle. And to get into this circle. Jesus is that door. We must step into the circle of salvation by faith first. How can you reap any benefit that I'm going to give you tonight? Except you be in the circle. I'm talking to you if you're lost right now. Jesus Christ wants you inside his circle. He wants to give you all these benefits. So your first step is to step inside by faith, to accept what Jesus Christ has done on the cross, to believe that Jesus, that God sent his son Jesus to this earth to die, to shed his blood for all. That's your first step. Okay, we must step into this circle by salvation, by faith first. So now what? We are in a circle. What can we expect? Easy street? Riches? A genie in a bottle? <laughs> Not exactly. Because I know many people think just that way. They think, oh boy, I'm going to get saved now. That's a misconception. I'm, I'm going to live on easy street now. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, God's going to bless me with a bunch of riches. I'm just going to have me a little genie in a bottle. No, that's not exactly true. Now, we can receive many blessings, and we will receive many blessings, eternal life being the biggest one. But you know what? 
We're not promised a, 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 a rose garden. We're not promised an easy street. And we don't just call on God when, whenever we have a need and He's just our genie. We're just going to, dear God, okay, uh, I know I ain't talked to you in a couple of months here, but I, I need you right now. Now, God's merciful and He will show that great mercy towards us if we call out to Him in forgiveness. The Bible teaches us, for we know God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. That's for the lost and the, and the saved. Because, hey, you've got to be a worshiper of God. Then he'll hear you. So I've already told you it will be a, a circle of surrender. That's going to be our next circle here. And I, and I told you earlier that we must surrender. That's part of it well, in, in, in so many words. But it will not be our will, but God's. Told you what Jesus did. He surrendered. Not thy will, but mine. Or thine. Not my will, but thine. Boy, I'm getting all kind of confused here this morning. <laughs> or this evening. It will. So the, the, the we have the circle of, of salvation here. But now we have, in, once we're inside that circle, it will be a circle of surrender. It will not be our will, but God's. To receive the best this life has to offer, it has to be God's way. A complete, full surrender to His will. Then, and only then, we can reap the benefits of God's plan for us and have that He has and has bestowed upon us. The blessings inside His circle. Moving on, it is also a circle of truth. We have to accept by faith that God's word is truth. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. John 8.32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. All we need to do is listen to God and dive fully into his word and engulf ourselves in it to find truth. I tell you, most weeks I tell you that I'm out here, uh, that I tell you that the only truth I know is God's word, and I'm going to always give you truth. We need to listen to God, dive fully into his word, and engulf ourselves to find all truth. Truth is in your Bible. Truth is in God's word. In John chapter 18, Pilate, Pilate asked Jesus, was he the king of the Jews? He also asked Jesus, what is truth? I tell you that truth was standing right in front of him. And Jesus is the king of all. Let me tell you something. You may not believe this. You may think it's his hogwash. You may think that I'm just a, 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 a phony baloney. But let me tell you, one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not just those in his circle. Every nation, every tongue, everyone that has ever lived will bow and confess to Jesus Christ. Amen. It's also a circle of comfort. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. John 14, 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. God gave us his Holy Spirit to comfort us. It consoles us. It picks us up and tells us no matter what to fear not. 
in times of darkness, confusion, separation, and even death. We can be comforted by God in His circle. Amen. I've experienced that daily. No matter what I've been through in my life, you go back and look at my testimony uh, on one of my podcasts, uh, one of my earlier podcasts, you'll see that I know that this is a circle of comfort, comfort because the Holy Spirit has comforted me time and time again. It's also a circle of direction and purpose. Once inside a circle, we have a purpose, and God will direct us to this goal. None of us step inside to only wait for His return doing nothing. That's not our job. That's not what we're supposed to do. We are not saved by our works, but once we are saved, we got a work to do. We all have special gifts, talents, and abilities that God wants us to use for the building and uplifting of His kingdom. You will not find anyone that God used in the Bible that did not receive direction from God and without a purpose. I think of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and how God used them all and gave them clear direction of what to do and the great purpose they served. God did it for them and He will do the same for you and He will do that and He's doing the same for me. This is a good one here. I love this one. And I'm saving the best for last year, right? Except for salvation. Well, they're all good. (laughs) It is also a circle of building character. Oh boy, oh boy. We don't want that, do we? We don't want God telling us where we're wrong and telling and going through hard times. But we know right now that's exactly what we need. You can never tell what you have until you've went through something. It's a circle of building character. Along with direction and purpose comes the school of hard knocks. We must all learn to trust God, and this is only possible when we go through trials and temptations. Matthew 10, 22, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. He that endureth to the end shall, he that endureth to the end shall, shall be saved. Amen. Jesus is teaching the disciples to endure and building strong character in them. And he's going to do this. He'll do the same for you. Second Thessalonians 2.15 Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or by epistle. That means, you know, we call God's word the word today, of course, because it is the living word and everything. And he was the living word, rather. But we have God's word. But when we look at this is when it says word or epistle, the epistle means scripture. But the word means, hey, there's been at this particular time and in, in, in this day, the words of Paul, the words that he's spoken to you personally. And we can't always trust what man says unless man is is, is full of the spirit. <clears throat> But we know right now that that is quite possible. So we need to listen to, we need to get, get godly counsel at times and we need to do uh, uh, do that. And that's fine and dandy as long as, as, as you are receiving just that godly counsel. But we need to get in God's word to find truth. Everything we go through, we must see or view it as coming from God and know that God is maturing us and growing us to be Christ-like. Amen? That's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be growing. And each day, God wants to use us. And God wants us 
you know, every day we're going to mature, we're going to grow, and we God wants us to be Christ-like. Hey, we're going to take a break right here, but we'll be right back. Hello and welcome back. Uh, we left off with uh, talking about being Christ-like inside the circle of building character. Now we're going to move on now. It is also a circle of faith. Hebrews eleven six. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. What? What do you mean that he is? That he is God. He is able to do everything. So, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. <laughs> How about that? He's a rewarder. Yes, he is. Being inside God's circle, we know it took faith to get there because it takes faith to come to salvation. However, it is an ongoing faith that we must help or have to help us face each day and receive an answer to our prayers. It does not need to be I think so or I hope so. It needs to be I know so. That's what takes, we need to have great faith. We need to have faith that we know that God's going to do for us what, uh, what, what needs to be done. And he's going to answer our prayers. And God, it takes faith to believe that, that, that God is going to do for America, for this world, and even in our, our personal lives, everything. He's going to be on our side. So it, it, it takes, it, it, you, it's going to be a circle of faith. Once you, like I said, it takes salvation when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That's a big, huge step of faith. And then the blinders come off. But we all Christians fail to believe that God's going to answer their prayers on a daily basis. But yet we have this great faith knowing that he exists and knowing that he died on the cross for our sins. But yet we failed. We fail God every day by doubting and not having full assurance that knowing that he is going to hear and answer all of our prayers. Now we know we must pray according to his will. That'll be a different episode. <laughs> it is a circle of hope. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, their thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. I like this. Hal Lindsey said, Man can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only one second without hope. Amen. Now, as I look at world events today, I have no idea or clue how anyone makes it and has hope without Christ. I don't see how you make it. If you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, I don't see how you make it these days. I don't see how you have hope for a tomorrow. If not for my hope in Jesus, I really have to wonder where I would be right now. Would I be in an institution somewhere? Would I be in prison or even dead? And my hope that that God is in charge still keeps me sane and less worried about tomorrow. It's also it's a circle of peace. John 16:33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. 
but be of good cheer. <laughs> I have overcome the world. Amen to that. I thank God that his plan to have Jesus overcome this world. This is why I can sleep good at night and I have perfect peace. Philippians 4, 7, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It is something that is unexplainable how we can go through some of life's most difficult situations and still have peace. I've seen it many times. His sweet spirit helps us. By His sweet spirit, we can have this peace. It's also a, a circle of trust. Get inside this circle, you got to trust Him. It kind of goes along with faith. Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not to thine own understanding. Just like faith, we must trust God or we can expect nothing. No relationship is complete without trust. Now think about that. Your relationship with your wife, your son, your cousins, uh, a church uh, family or, or, or co-workers. Anyway, you've got to have trust. And when we step inside God's circle, we must have trust. Proverbs 20, uh, 28, 25, He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that put it, putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. Ooh, amen. I guess there's a lot of us in that category, right? We're being made fat. <laughs> amen. That's just called, and being uh, made fat here is just telling you just how God's going to bless you. Now, when we step into God's circle, we can expect many things. And when we keep the faith, the trust in Him, the rest in His peace, to follow His guidance and obey His word, we become His disciple. We become His ambassador. We become His witness to the world, which comes with great rewards. Rewards in the next life are rewards that can be unimaginable. Crowns, a street of gold, a river of life, walking with Jesus face to face. However, if we think about it, we receive many rewards here that we often take for granted. I said earlier about waking up each day with air in our lungs. You know, me personally, I know that there's people out there that, that don't have this. But I, I know there's plenty of people that, that, that are missing limbs and fingers and, and different things and, uh, you know, have, have not, don't have their eyesight and, and that, 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 uh, that, that they are still grateful for what they do have. But there's many people that are suffering today. But I'll tell you right now that me waking up with air in my lungs, having all my fingers and toes, toes having eyesight, intellect, being able to speak, having my health, having food to eat having a job, and many other things we have been blessed with. And being inside God's circle gives us these. And I could go on and on for a long time giving you what is inside God's circle. I'm sure that many of you can give me plenty of examples that you have of, of what it is and what it means to be inside God's circle and, and having the blessings. 
it's 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 a you know it's a circle of protection, a circle of provision. That God's always going to provide for us, and God's always going to protect us. Oh, brother Stacy, uh, there's many people that 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 have died, but that, that stood up for Christ. Yes, that's true. But great is their reward in heaven. Great. that circle of protection. It's that circle of provision God will provide for His people. It's that circle of His presence that knowing that God is never going to leave us and never going to forsake us. And like I said, you may come up with many of of things that you can uh, come up with about being inside His circle. But I'm telling you now, I'm going to give you, I'm going to finish up with a, with a, with, with a bunch of circles that I'm, I'm just going to give you. I'm not going to read the verse. I'm just going to give you the scripture. So if you can, take just a minute here. I'll let you grab your pencil and piece of paper and write these down. Because I know right now, that, and like I said, I, I kind of saved some of the best for last. Because I want you to understand what's inside his circle. And I think one of the most important things that we need to understand is that being inside this circle is a circle of love. Now, no no greater love is than this, than that a man lay down his life for his friends. We know that a circle of love, we know that, that God loves us so much, that's why he gave his son. So naturally, I'm going to give you circle of love. I'm going to give you John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Boy, that's love. Uh, Many times in my life, I've said I didn't know what true love was until I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. So we have a circle of love, John 3, 16. Guess what? We have a circle of grace. We should thank God for His amazing grace each and every day. Hey, the scripture I'm going to go with, hey, don't, John 3, 16 again, because it is that grace. It is a circle of mercy. Thank God for His great mercy that He bestows upon me each and every day. John 3, 16 again. It's a circle of compassion. compassion that God has on us and the compassion that we should have on others. John 3.16 again. <laughs> you know, John 3.16 is just about the answer to all your problems, if in case you hadn't noticed. It's a circle of treasure. Now, I'm not, God's not promising that each and every one of us are going to be uh, rich in monetary things or in money. But we have great treasure, we know. And that is waiting for us in heaven. And the treasure, again, I will use John 3, 16 again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a circle of thanksgiving. Hey, we're about to go into thanksgiving. And probably next week, I'll go ahead and give you a preview. I'm probably going to do something, a Thanksgiving special. I think if I'm not mistaken... I'm going to be calling uh, calling it giving thanks. So we'll see that. So it's a circle of thanksgiving. And guess what? I thank God for His Son, Jesus, who died on that cross. So yes, John 3, 16 is a scripture I'm going to use again. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a circle of sympathy. Hmm. Guess what scripture I'm going to use? 
You guessed it, John 3, 16. Hey, it's a circle of strength. Guess what scripture I'm going to use? Got you on this one. I'm going to use Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. It is that circle of strength. It is a circle of suffering. 1 Peter 2, 21. It's a circle of success. Proverbs 12, 11. It's a circle of submission. James 4, 7. It is a circle of self-denial, 1 Peter 2.11. It's a circle of forgiveness, Matthew 18, 21 and 22. It's a circle of His presence, Matthew 18, 20. Let me tell you, I told you earlier that once we get saved, we have a work to do. So it's a circle of evangelism. Luke 5.10, where Jesus called the disciples to be fishers of men. As you can see, we can go on and on about what we can expect in God's circle. Now, if you do not know Jesus Christ, the first thing you need to do is step into His circle by faith and accept what Jesus did at the cross. What Jesus did at the cross of Calvary. The blood that was shed, not just me, but for the whole world. Praise be to God today for an empty tomb, amen, and an empty cross. Now, I thank God for calling me into his circle, and you should too. So, we should it should be that circle of thanksgiving that we should give to him. Now, I thank God for calling me in this circle, and my prayer tonight is that you will come to Jesus and step into his circle. Hey, this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. And I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for joining me. And like I said, join me on my next podcast. We'll be looking at giving thanks. I'll probably be putting some kind of promo out soon. And I thank you all for listening. I thank all those, all the comments I'm getting. I thank you for all the people. Hey, pray for He's Got the Whole World in His Hands ministry. Pray for me that God will use me in a mighty way. And hey, listen to these podcasts. Listen to my promos and please share them. Share them. Share them. Tell other people to join in so I can get this. uh, You know, it's kind of we want to have He's Got the Whole World in His Hands ministry to what? go around the whole world and right now there has been i do have some listeners that, uh, that are outside the united states but not many but i'm telling you right now we and i don't i want to gain more listeners in the united states and it's not for me i'm not uplifting myself i want to uplift the lord jesus christ and that's my goal and I, my main goal the whole purpose of this ministry is to evangelize the Jesus Christ died on the cross of sin and see people get saved. It's all about the cross. It's all about what Jesus has done on that cross. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear God, I love you. Thank you again for all that you've done. And I just pray right now again, Father, that this goes out, Father, dear Lord, and touches and changes people's lives, Father, dear God, in a mighty, mighty way. May everything that's said and done, may everything Uh, be uplifted and glorifying to you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you and God bless and hope to see you next time.